What's up and welcome to the first ever episode of the Planet X podcast. Now, what is Planet X? Well, thank you so much for asking. Uh, Planet X Cinema is a pop-up movie theater operating in the great state of Texas. Uh, We've done uh, pop-up screenings for the last two years in Austin and San Antonio. Uh, We show pretty particular movies in a genre that we dub Righteous Trash. It's a genre that encompasses drive-in classics, splatterhouse movies, B-movies, bizarro cinema, straight-to-video, kiddie flicks, um, basically movies that we love, we legitimately love, um, but maybe they don't stack up in every department, or maybe they just haven't found their audience yet. So um, we don't show anything that we feel is a bad movie. We don't show anything that we don't love. That's kind of our only rule. Um, we don't make fun of these movies. We, we legitimately enjoy them for what they are, and we love sharing them with people. Um, so if you can uh, make it to one of the screenings, we'd love to see you out there. But as I mentioned, we've been doing Planet X for about two years now. We've shown a ton of great films. Uh, We've had a lot of fun. We've gotten to meet a lot of great people doing this. Um, But we wanted to uh, jump on the podcasting bandwagon and spread our message of righteous trash cinema to the rest of the world. So uh, we have started this podcast. We are brothers Blair and Drew Hicks. We are the creators and hosts of Planet X in its live event form. Uh, We're also going to be your hosts for this podcast. So each week I'll be joined by my brother Blair. And uh, instead of watching a movie or talking about uh, movies directly, uh, we thought it would be a lot more fun to add movies to the world. So each week we are going to make a movie, uh, at least in our heads, and hopefully with a little comedy. Uh, And we're going to do that by taking suggestions from you, the listener. So if you have a hypothetical name for a new Righteous Trash movie, uh, we'd love for you to send that over to planetxcinema at gmail.com. While you're out there, check out our website, planetxcinema.com, where you can learn about our screenings and a lot of other information. But um, send us those suggestions. If you have a suggestion for a Splatterhouse movie or a bad 50s sci-fi movie or a sword and sandals movie um, with some claymation in it, um, send us those titles. We would love to hear them. And who knows, uh, we may read your your title on the show and we'll certainly give you attribution uh, in the way that you tell us to. So uh, without further ado, I will now welcome on my brother and we will launch into the first ever episode of Planet X. Hope you guys enjoy. I think I want to start with Halloweeners. Halloweeners was sent to me by Colton Bowen. Uh, it is spelled uh, Hallow, H-A-L-L-O-W-I-E-N-E-R-S. This is a fabulous portmanteau. <laughs> Halloweeners. Okay, I got you. Halloweeners. Now, uh, Colton has suggested that maybe this involves zombie wiener dogs or oh, something. You. And that's a direct quote. <laughs> Thank you, Colton. We appreciate we appreciate your support. So, Halloweeners, you want to take a crack at this? What what strikes you at first? Yeah, it it, it reminds me. What was there's a Tim Burton movie about a dead dog? You remember this? Oh, Frankenweenie. Yeah, Frankenweenie is what it makes me think of. So, I want to stay away from kind of a heartwarming story. You know what it made me think of immediately was like county fair, like hot dogs. Yes, that's and bratwurst. I think like I think it's a small town, and maybe like there's haunted bratwurst at the at maybe like the harvest festival, 
Well, you gotta stay. You gotta stay away from the bratwurst thing because that was a whole thing in the uh, yoga hoser. So Kevin Smith. Movie. <laughs> okay. All right. So maybe well, it's not bratwurst. Hey, we don't want to retread that ground. You know. <laughs> hey, I'm um, with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I think I think there's something in like the small yeah, town like the- Halloween harvest festival. It's very right. wholesome. It's a good. It lays a good groundwork for you know you have uh, their- something spooky to happen. You have that shot that's like the top of the Ferris wheel and then it pans down to this field sort of covered in like, you know, third rate rides, tilt-a-whirls, things mm-hmm. like that. You hear that like, uh, you know, bad Oh, and you know what it is? Like, like earlier in the movie, our protagonist who is like, okay, okay, okay. I got to run this through my head real quick. It's like a, like a middle part haircut down to the ears like generic 90s teen boy oh the butt cut the butt cut or the dick cut if you will like he had to skip lunch because he was like skateboarding home and he i don't know something like he 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 missed a meal he's he's real hungry and so when he gets there there's a guy like hot dogs wieners bratwurst (laughs) and so he gets a he gets a halloweener (laughs) well okay so I was thinking that small town harvest festival, uh-huh. but before you have the festival, you established that like in all small towns, there's only one industry. And in this town, it is their world famous hot dogs. You know? Okay. Yeah, no, I like it's that. Like Parsonville Franks, you know, mm-hmm. Parsonville, world famous Parsonville Franks, the pride of Parsonville, Arizona. No, it's gotta be like Nebraska or Iowa. Or... Well, it has to be like Wienerville. Yes. Yeah, yeah Wienerville Franks. Frank Frankfurt, Frankfurt, Nebraska, um, home of Parsons <laughs> world famous Frankfurter Franks. Uh-huh. But yep. At the beginning, see the credits, you see all these establishing shots of the interior of the um of the hot dog factors, just all of this goop getting mixed up in these giant vats. It's getting squirted out. And something's got to get mixed in with the hot dog meat. Because then you can have these like this parallel plot where there are these uh, news reports about you know they had to recall and and all the health hazards that are coming from processed foods yep. so it's it's like all great bad movies and that there's an allegory that does not land at all okay here okay mm, man i love this i love this but the thing okay number one we're not gonna chomp on x-files flavor so the thing that is in the the meat cannot be human Oh no, no, of course. It's I would the, rather I would it's rather not secret outer. cannibalism. We're not doing that story. No, no, I want it to be like uh, from outer space or something. Yeah. Oh, oh that's delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxic waste. Toxic waste. If it's in the eighties, it's gotta be nuclear waste. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So so there's a toxic uh there's a nuclear power plant or some kind of industrial Oh, these are our villains. Obviously, we yeah, got our villains now. That's your villains. So your good, your good guy is actually the person that runs the hot dog factory. So your totally. bad guy is, um, you know, Joe Evilman, who runs the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Parsonville nuclear power plant. Mm-hmm. And they're doing illegal dumping. Illegal dumping. Mm-hmm. And the water that they use oh. for hot dog processing, see, that's how the nuclear waste gets into the hot dogs. But they're... But, this is big stuff. We need we need someone we can latch on to here. We need so well, who's I think, the butt cut guy. I think butt haircut is a good place to start. I mean, I think this is like a 
I think this is like a teen horror flick. Is it like a teen teen guy gets the girl kind of like there's a guy and a girl or is this is a scrappy group of teens that are going to survive? It's got to be one of the two. You can't just have a guy. Man. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Um, He's got to have a love interest or there's going to be a scrappy group of teens or a group of carnival workers and the teen. See, now we've got the carnival. you got a lot of options here. Be carnies in this teen versus people being turned into like mutants by irradiated hot dogs is that what we're going for here well hold on because i don't want to go into like full trauma with this i don't think everybody gets the irradiated hot dog juice well then there's got to be something like airplane where it's like who had the fish for dinner you know how 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 is it going to be you know a state fair that's famous for hot dogs okay that's what we got okay wait 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 you gotta eliminate the fact that the town is famous for hot dogs. It's a small business under siege. That's what it is. Like it. I like it. It's a small business that's about to go under, and the annual festival, that's like a Black Friday for for them. You know? That's they make they make the year, you know? Because they're not out selling ballpark francs nationwide. There's a local hot dog company, man. They're so, only selling to what? Like a limited area. Yeah, no, I I like that a lot. I wanna I wanna throw like a Halloween two season of the witch spin on this. How so? Well, what if what if because it's called Halloweener, right? So there is something involving the wiener, and I feel like we've spent a lot of time thinking about that, but we maybe haven't spent a lot of time thinking about the Halloween part of what's happening, which is okay. like, what if it's like it, when you eat the the toxic wiener you become the Halloween costume you're wearing. I was just thinking that. That's amazing synergy. Yeah, I was thinking that. that that's really good. Because then you can do all sorts of things. Like, right, right. Um, because then you would have people that are just like, I'm a sexy cat. And now you're actually like one of the cast members from Yeah. That. What I'm thinking is like <laughs> the, the first like 15 minutes of, uh, what's, the, what's the Studio Ghibli film? Uh, Spirited Away. Yeah. Where, like, right. the parents become pigs. Right. Like, I'm thinking, uh, what if, what if uh, one of them is dressed as a vampire, right? And he eats a Halloweener. Oh, and I like then, where this is going. And then one of these, like, I'd like to get to your point, I think it's, like, a group of teens, and they're at the Harvest Festival in their small town and in, in Parsonville, and they... Uh, they eat the toxic wieners that have the toxic water inside of them. And so the vampire is suddenly a vamp, like the vampire kid with the butt haircut is now actually a vampire. And right, the now, girl dressed as a werewolf is now a werewolf. But now, they've got to stop the villains. And I don't know who the villains are. Well, I think that we need to address something really quick here is that this this now has to be a period piece because... I looked up top 10 Halloween costumes 2018, and this is all licensed stuff, my friend. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking Harry Potter, Stormtroopers. No, it's uh, not going to work. It's not going to work. No, no, no. But if you set it in like the 60s, see, then, you know, like you can't have people turning into Iron Man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a wonderful movie, but like, I, I mean, we can't afford, who's bankrolling Halloweeners that they can afford, like, 
every Disney property. We'll be sued into the grave. (laughs) (laughs) So unless the villains in the films are just licensed attorneys, I think we're going to really have to, you know, you're going to have to set that in like the 50s. You have to do like a stand by me kind of thing or 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 we we have to change it a little bit. It's hard to stay away okay. from animals. Okay. Isn't. Wait, wait, could we sc- scrap all this? I'm just spitballing. There's no bad answers in a brainstorm. Let's put this aside. What if it's dogs that eat the irradiated hot dogs? They throw out the hot dogs. All right? And then the dogs turn into these like anthropomorphic they're like werewolves, like dog soldier style werewolves. See, those are your Halloweeners right there. I, I can I, take it by your pause that you really don't like this answer. It's it's not that I don't like it. I just don't know how it's a movie. Like somebody throws out some hot dogs and some dogs eat it and they turn into werewolves and that's the end? Oh, you've honestly never seen a movie with a worse plot than that? Come on, I've never seen movies with waste. So no no no. Then you're. That's why you have to have characters. Then it's a character piece. It's well, I don't. Okay, okay. I don't. I don't hate the idea. Ninja Turtles two, Secret of the Ooze style. That right. The same thing that makes the heroes makes the villains. Oh wait. So now. And, okay. and I do think. I do think. By the way, we are building to a final scene in this movie where the uh, director of the nuclear power plant dresses up as dracula and then drinks the juice and becomes dracula becomes like he figures out like oh the secret is whatever you're dressed up as that's what you become man i feel like we got a lot of plot elements thrown at the wall and we don't have a like a what do you call it a through line here we got to have a yeah yeah kind of thing it's a bunch of spaghetti (laughs) it's just a big old mess okay um Okay, here, okay, wait, pause, pause. Here's the elements I like. Number one, small town. Number two, harvest festival. Number three, irradiated hot dogs. Number four, group of teenagers who gets magic powers. That's all I got. (laughs) Those are the parts that I like. Okay. um, okay. Mostly the magic hot dogs part. (laughs) Small town is good. And I stress, good. Parsonville. I stress, no, I stress small, like small, small, idyllic um, Norman Rockwell, Midwest. There's like 500 people in the town. Everybody knows each other. That yep, means totally. the number of people at this festival, we're keeping it at like 100, 150. There aren't even that many people. So now we're okay. We got to keep it at a manageable number. Okay? It's a small town Halloween festival. Right. Gotcha. So this, this is good. So Bobby Buttcut, our hero, uh, whatever his name is. is no, Bobby Buttcut's good. That'll work. Okay. That's Bobby Bobby Buttcut. Um, uh, let's see. He's got it. He's our hero. So here's here's what you got to decide, though, with Flick like this. Is your hero the nerd? Is he the scrawny guy? Or is he kind of like the town quarterback? Because he can go either way. And I feel like if we go with the town quarterback, that's going to eliminate a whole lot of plot that we don't need to write. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like... I know he's not a character we relate to, but I think he's a way easier character to write. I think it's like, it's almost like the whole Hocus Pocus plot, right? Okay, it's yeah, like, no, I see that. Yeah, it's like the new kid in town. So we're seeing everything through his eyes. 
he's the audience. So the hero is also the audience surrogate. That's fun. Yes, and he's also Bobby Buttcut. Bobby Buttcut. And I think, uh, oh, man. I, I think, like, can it, Co- can the- Co- Kobayashi is there, and there's a hot dog eating contest, and he enters as a write-in? Does oh, that work? I don't know. That, okay. that, does seem like the, that does seem like the level of celebrity that Halloweeners could attract. I'll give you that much. I just, uh, like, I can't get out of my head that this is a Disney Channel movie or a straight-to-video okay, Disney Okay, now we're talking. This helps a whole lot. Like, I, it just, in my head, in my head, a movie about teenagers eating magic hot dogs is not made by anyone but Disney. This is a Disney movie. This is a Disney movie from... 19- 1993. Yeah, I was going to say 92, so we're in the same ballpark. Perfect. Here we go. Uh, All right, we got something. The villain is Jonathan. A, a, young, a young Thora Birch plays his little sister. That's right. Um, Susie Buttcut. And <laughs> so Bobby and Susie Buttcut, new family in town. Um, the villain is Joe Nefario, head of Nefario Chemicals. And so that's, that's your bad guy. So that's okay. that's that's very much a Disney villain, Joe Nefario. Love it, love it, love it. So why have the butt cuts moved to Frankfurt, Nebraska? <laughs> what would attract Daddy Butt Cut a new job? Well, Daddy I Butt Cut could... has a new job working in first. He's working in sales. He's a salesman. He's going to work in advertising for the, the hot dog factory. I mean, I, I love that idea. Would you like... Would you like for me to give you the correct answer? Yes, I would, because I'm dying. I'm treading water here. If it's, if it's a Disney movie from the early 90s, it's because it's a single mom. Oh, that's right, because they had just gotten over killing all the moms in stuff from the 80s, and now it was all single. Okay, that's good. Yep. It's, so, it's the plot from Lost Boys. It's the plot from Hocus Pocus. It's the yeah, plot yeah. from every – it's like a uh, single mom moves back to the small town that she's from, Oh, it's a little bit of a Hallmark movie too. Then I like totally. that. So, yep. uh, so, um, so mommy, mommy butt cut. Uh, Samantha butt cut. Samantha Sammy, butt. cut. Um, Sammy butt cut. The mom moves back spunky, to small town Frankfurt, Nebraska. She's got with, a spunky nickname. She's Sammy. Yeah, oh, Sammy butt cut. Must be Samantha butt cut. Oh, but my friends call me Sammy. You know, it's right. a it's very tip. Cool. So, so Sammy moves back with Bobby and Susie to Frankfurt, Nebraska, where Joe Nefario is running the nuclear power plant. Nefario Chemicals, and he's also the mayor. No, wait, there has to be an evil. It's a Disney movie. You have to have an evil mayor. It can't well, be. But we also have to have a villain that flips, and I think that's the mayor. Okay. Right? right. You, you have to have a villain that you have to have a guy that starts off as the villain, but by the end of the movie, he's like, no, you, your kids with your plucky attitude, you turned me around. Oh, 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 okay. So Sammy Buttcut is like, uh, she's uh, like a hard on her sleeve environmentalist. And the way. Oh, I like that. Okay. So here's what's happening here. Uh, you're going to have to help me here with some specifics because I'm spitballing like a madman. So she, she moves with her family back to Frankfurt, Nebraska, and um, she has some sort of cause that she's celebrating. Uh, she's a, like an earth-first person. She's very green. Oh, and dude, she's a vegetarian. I was trying to get at that. Okay, so she's – but, like, so the mayor – it's got to be a grumbly old man – 
Pete, Mayor Pete something. Anyway, Evil Mayor, she she starts a, um, like a PETA light group, right? No, no, no. I don't, I don't even think you have to do that. I think what you have to have is like, <clears throat> she's, uh, take the Lost Boys, Lost Boys as a, as a model. All right. Single mom moving her two kids back to the town she grew up in. Tell me they have a lovable uncle. Oh my God, I want there to be a lovable uncle butt, butt cut so bad. <laughs> Great. They're moving in with their uncle, played by Gary Busey. Uh, That's lovable, all right. <laughs> uh, uncle uh, Uncle uh, Stan, who... Stan Buttcut. Uh, Stan Buttcut. Um, and then, so they're moving back in with him. She's a vegetarian. She's pressed her vegetarian lifestyle on her kids to impress the uh, pretty popular girl in town. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Bobby goes to the Harvest Halloween Festival with her. Yeah, he does. And, and, and when she pressures him to have a famous Frankfurt wiener, yep, he cannot resist. Of course he can't. He can't look bad. And his sister Susie goes, no, no, no. Our, we're vegetarians in our family. And he says, would you keep it down? I'm trying to impress. Susie Good Girl. Well, no, Susie's the name of his sister, so we need another name. <laughs> Oh, I'm running out of S names. Um, uh, and remember, this is 1993, so we can call her. Uh, oh, it's got to be like, like Ashley uh, feels right to me. Ashley, but. there were a lot of Ashleys with two E's. <laughs> All right, Ashley with two E's. So Ashley says, uh, "Come on, what, what, what are you afraid?" And he says, "No, I'm not afraid. I I, I love meat. I eat meat all the time." So he yeah. eats a Halloweener that Nefario Chemicals, run by Joan Nefario, Joe Nefario, has poisoned with their toxic juice. Oh, and my God. suddenly... Yeah, go ahead. They're transformed into the costumes that they were wearing. It's the Buffy the Vampire Slayer season two plot, but you just know what with think, kids in 1983. You know I think we do here. What do you got? Little Susie Buttcut is our hero. Oh, hell yes, because she's not transformed. No, and it's such, it tracks with Disney, too. She's like, what, 12, 10, 12? She's not high school. She's Oh, yeah, yeah, middle school. Tween hero, middle school. Oh, my God. So she's our hero. So the first people to change are uh, uh, her brother and the popular girl. But let's say they're wearing pretty nondescript costumes, so nobody really notices at first that they change, but she sees them change. Yeah. So she sees them change. So she's the only one that's hip to it. So what what we got to have here is so so now we're now we're getting into the feel of it. Now we got to figure out though. I think now the plot of Halloweeners. We got to plot uh, this. It's got to be about her trying to transform all the townspeople back. It's not about her fighting evil dogs or monsters or something. Her goal is just to turn everybody back the way they were. And the the villain of the piece enters when Joe Nefario, dressed as Dracula, makes his appearance and eats a Halloweener and becomes Dracula. See, that's, yep. that's the villain. But the goal of the film is not to fight evil dogs or anything like that. It's that I, the Halloweeners, and that's what the stand is going to say. It's going to say, world-famous Halloweeners. Mm-hmm. That's what, see, that you get your title right there. Roll credits as soon as you see that, that stand. And then little Susie sees 
her brother transform and she's like now we got to think of what costumes they're wearing because it's got to be like pretty simple like he's dressed as a farmer <laughs> but he's from the big city so all of a sudden he's a farmer right yeah i think i think uh ashley's a witch right it's gotta oh, be okay. now we're yeah all right it's gotta be something pretty archetypal but i think yeah i think you're right the rest of the movie is her like wrangling this group of monsters like, oh, I thought she was going to get like a lovable carny to to help her out or something. Whoa, okay, tell me about that. No, I love that fucking idea. Okay, so now there's a carny in the mix. Yeah, the janitor from the local high school is running the Tilt-A-Whirl or something like that. And she, he's the only one that's nice to her on her first day of school, which is all in like the first 15 minutes of the film anyway. Like mm -hmm. everyone's crappy and like the janitor is like, don't worry about it, little Susie. I got a good feeling about you. Or he like you know, kids are picking on her at lunch or something, and he accidentally spills a bunch of crap on the cool kid's lunch, and it's embarrassing her brother. But, you know, so the janitor is at the at the carnival. He's working a ride. He's not eating a hot dog, and he's got a good soul. He's the only one that believes her. Yeah, no, okay. So so the movie starts off. Uh, Mom is... Movie. This is a little kid writing wrongs with the help of the only adult that believes. No, I love this. I love this. So, so the movie starts off, mom is moving her two kids, uh, Susie and Bobby, uh, back to small town, Nebraska. Um, they're not, they're not happy to be there. Uh, they don't, they don't want to be there. They, they wish they were back in. The big I'm city, gonna, LA, wherever. I'm going to say LA. Yeah. I was going to say like, they have to be from the West coast. Right. So like he can skateboard. No, 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 no. Make it St. Louis. It's got to be really simple, really simple. St. Louis. See, Make I was thinking, I was thinking LA so that like he has an excuse to skateboard. Like, Oh, of course he can skateboard. He's from LA. Uh, yeah. But it's a Halloween festival. Okay. What, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, so then we show them at their first day of school. Right. And he, uh, he skateboards off. Uh, to get to class and she's like you were supposed to walk with me your mom said and he's like oh you can find your own way whatever and then he does like a sweet kickflip and he's he's off right so like we set up the the brother is like a jerk kind of right maybe then, he's, he's, so, the so, villain that, he's the villain that flips not the mayor he's the villain that flips well maybe right and then and then and then yeah she gets to school and she's like lost she can't find her way or like she doesn't have anyone to sit with at lunch and then this janitor who i'm calling frank comes up and he's like hey it's all cool like uh let me let me show you how to do this like here's how you get in lunch line like let me buy you some chocolate milk whatever so she makes this pal right and then later they go to the halloween festival they eat the halloweeners her her brother flips and turns into i don't know teen wolf or something yeah let's say he's dressed as a teen wolf that's that's fair enough right like, right he turns into a werewolf she's losing her mind uh susie doesn't know how to deal with all this and who's there to help her frank the janitor She's crying. She's crying in front of the tilt-a-whirl or something. And, you know, she hears that comforting voice like, Susie, what's going on? Like, why are you crying? And she's like, you won't believe me. And he's like, oh, come on. I'm your pal. Come on. Dude, it's, Gary, it's Gary Busey from Silver Bullet. I mean, okay, I, now I'm back on board the Busey train. I, I mean, <laughs> as long as it's Busey from Silver Bullet, who, what, he, can't, he can't cuss like that, but he's going to be that, that way right uh, yeah no he's got he's a hawaiian shirt wearing guy you okay. know all right all right so here we are we're we're well into we're oh, just he's... starting act two. Oh, what do you got what do you got 
no, 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 no. It was tangential. We're going to get sidetracked. There's a lot of movie we got to work out here. Okay, okay. We're, we're in act two. We're locked in. Susie Buttcut is our protagonist. Uh, her brother, Sammy Buttcut, uh, Bobby Buttcut, Bobby Buttcut, uh, he is uh, dressed as a werewolf, eats a Halloweener from the Halloweener stand at the Harvest Festival in Frank. To impress Ashley Good Girl. To impress Ashley Good Girl, who is dressed as a witch. Uh, and now Susie is trying to wrangle both of them with, uh, oh boy, no, that's not going to work. Frank the janitor isn't going to work because the town's called Frankfurt. Oh, he's like, my parents named me after the town. She's like, isn't, isn't, uh, isn't right. this Yeah, we hand wave it. We hand wave it. You're absolutely he's right. Like, he's like, yeah, my parents named me after the town. Crazy, isn't it? He's You're a right. Lovely- He's Gary Busey from Silver Bullet. Come on. I, fu- I fucking love this. So we have Gary Busey. That's casting right there. Cast. Done. 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 So he Gary can't Busey. He can be an alcoholic, though. It's a Disney film. He can't be an alcoholic. All right. Well, He's Gary Busey is an alcoholic in real life. I'm calling it out right here. So. Oh, Gary Busey can be an alcoholic. I'm just saying Frank isn't explicitly an alcoholic. He's sure. just okay. Whack- right. He was running. He was running the fucking uh, the dart toss or whatever at the, the county fair. The Tilted yeah. World, sure. Okay, so Frank and Susie are, are it's a two-hander. We have like an older Gary Busey and a younger Susie Buttcut. And a couple action movie, I love that. It's great. No, I love it. I love that it's like a Monster Squad, like spooky teen uh, horror film. She's it's wrangling. Got a little, it's got a- it's going to be a little slow because it's a Disney movie. She's got to have that Nancy Drew... The second half thing, or the middle act thing, has got to be her figuring out what's going on while simultaneously showing what, how Jim Nefario is poisoning the town. You have a little oh intro God. scene. You have a little intro. There, you got to remember, in the first act, you have to be introduced to Jim Nefario. I've got it. Ashley is Ashley Nefario, Jim Nefario's daughter. Of course, the cool kid at school is the daughter of the wealthiest man in town who happens to be the villain. Yeah, so I love Ashley, it. Ashley, so there's a point in the middle where she's like, don't you, at the beginning, don't you know who I am? My father's uh, uh, Joe Nefario. He runs Nefario Chemicals. Like, we're the richest family in town. Um, and she's like, my mom says that your dad dumps nuclear waste in the water. And she's like, your mom has boy's name and like they have like a fight like that in the cafeteria so it establishes well, all that See? and it, it doubles down on her older brother having a crush on her and her yeah. being like why would you why would you why would you have a crush on her like she's fucking scum she's she's and him's like no you don't you don't understand like you'll understand this when you're older but the yeah cool with the cool kids dweeb you know? Yeah. So, so also, I think we haven't spent enough time in the first act. I think seeing Susie Buttcut at at school, where she's like picked on a little bit, like for being the have school scenes. It's a Disney movie. Yes. 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 So, at school. so the kids that pick on her at school, and I'm thinking like it's Skull and Bulk from Power Rangers. It's uh like some bratty, like a bratty group of mean girls who like no, pick I on think, her. I think we go Mean Girls. I don't think you need- No, 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 like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because when we introduce the Halloweeners, they all come back. And the second act is her having to overcome like the mean group of girls at school who are now all, uh, I don't know, pterodactyls or something. Or like- sexy the, cat. There's a sexy cat. 
Yes, uh, yes. Um, Here we go. Yes, a, a group of sexy cats, and then like a, the dudes that picked on her are all like Jason serial killers, right? Um, the the no, all of the football team, the jocks, all went dressed in togas. Now they're Roman centurions. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so we got to remember this is a Disney film aimed at tweens, so they're not really dressed up as horrific things. They're just dressed up as things that if you turned into them, it would be bad. Yeah, so the girls, the girls all came as sexy cats, and so sexy now they're cats. like lions, they're panthers, tigers, and they're the guys, behaving like feral cats. That's yep, right. The guys all came in togas. Now they're centurions. So and and, like, and actually, I think this this is a nice container. Oh, for I got the whole one film. more. Well, hold, hold on. I got okay. one more. What do you got? The what do you got? The nerds came as, as robots. Box, box robot costumes. So box they're all robots. Robot. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah, so, Dude, so this yes, is actually, I am 100% this, with you. That's right. This is, so, this is taking great shape. So, here, hold, so on, well, let, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me finish my thought, which is that I think, I think this whole thing, uh, because, again, it is like a Disney straight-to-video or like aired on TV movie, I think the whole thing basically takes place at the Harvest Festival. There's not a lot of reason for us to get outside of that and explore the town. No, I think no, it's there's her. So, so driving, to that point. Driving to the, driving to the new town over yep. the credit yep with and then um 15 uh, minutes tops of her at the new school a little bit in the car unpacking the house that's all that's credits that's nothing yep then then you have um mom drops the little butt cuts off at school mm -hmm. and and you have this this very brief sequence of establishing shots where the brother is going to hit on the daughter and uh, I mean the, the daughter of Joe Nefario, the cool girl. And then you have Susie not fitting in with anybody, the janitor being nice to her. But there is this, that cafe, everything needs to happen in a cafeteria scene because that's where everybody's together. That's yep. where she identifies the group of jocks, the group of nerds, all the little groups that are going to transform later. She sees them all in that scene. So when you yep. see them not too much later, they're all milling around the fair. You know who they are. They're going to stick together. So it's going to happen pretty quick. You're going to, within within 20 minutes, you're at the, you're at the Harvest Festival. She's and, and and so there's got to be, you know, those catty lines where, like, she's having the fight with Ashley Nefario, and she's like, let me just, and, and, and then afterwards, the, the brother is like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see you anywhere near me at the Harvest Festival tonight. Right. You know, that kind yep. of, so you set up that there's all these flyers all over the school, you know, annual Harvest Festival, you know, 78th annual Frankfurt, Nebraska Harvest Festival. That way you don't go into a lot of exposition about why they have the festival. Right. It's just there. You just see it. And then he, he's, she's like, you know what? You know, somehow new guy scores a date with cool girl. And then she's like, why are you going? I can't believe you're going on a date to the Harvest Festival with her. He's like, not only that, but if I see you anywhere near me tonight, you're dead, dweeb, you know? Oh, oh no, no, wait, that's, that's a scene. Uh, there's uh, the, the mean jocks who are, who are dressed in togas. Yeah. They, hit, they hit on Ashley Nefario because she's the most popular girl in town. She ends up like dropping her books as a result of it. And uh, Bobby Buttcut picks up the books and it's like, hey, you guys back off and hands the books back to her. And she's like, hey, thanks a lot. And he's like, yeah, uh, cool. Maybe I'll see you around. And the little sister's like, you should ask her to the Harvest Festival. And she's, he's like, oh, yeah, let's go to the Harvest Festival together. And she's like, oh, that would actually be really fun. That dorky thing, 
And he's like, yeah, I know it fucking sucks. And then he turns to the little girl and he's like, if I see you there, you're dead, Dweeb. Yeah, okay. But she, she has to be instrumental in how he gets the date. I just want to say that we now have the right to get all of those Disney licensed characters back. I don't, <laughs> don't need to go there. I just want to let you know that if she... If Popular Girl wants to go as Elsa, I think we got carte blanche to do that shit. <laughs> we are so good. No, this could be made today. Originally, I was thinking this was like like mid-90s Disney, but I think this could be today. I think this could actually work better today with the tween demographic. Totally. Okay, so I, I do want to bring up one thing that I feel like we haven't touched on. Is it uh, Jonas Ferriero? Because we really need to get into him. We're, we're talking it, a lot without... It is Jonas Ferriero, which is... Nefario Industries has to have a presence at the Halloween, the Harvest Festival. Nefario Chemicals. It's Nefario be, Chemicals, which I think explicitly evil corporation. Right, right, and I think it's it's got to be like a big, like big top tent. Like it has to be the main attraction at the Harvest Festival that uh, Susie convinces Bobby and Ashley that. They need to go to this big, like, after they defeat the jocks who are now Roman centurions, after they defeat the popular girls who are now, like, uh, panthers and lions, that the, the solution, the thing that's going to turn them, after eating the Halloweeners, back into humans is somehow in the, uh, the Nefario tent. And I don't, okay. is, is it like a freak show? Is it? I'm thinking that, that's good. I want you to hold this thought right here because I just thought of a crucial scene. We need to come right back to where you are, but here's a scene that has to happen. Great. Um, Frank the janitor is consoling, crying Susie. I just saw my brother turn into, uh, she turned into a witch, blah, 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 blah. And yep. she's like, he's like, he's like, I know it's hard being in a new town. And they're, they're talking. They're right across the way from the Halloweener stand. They see together the jocks drink eat the halloween yeah no i think, I think you're totally right like there needs frank to be a montage happen yeah frank there, sees it happen and that's how well and more more than that there needs to be a montage of lots of people in town eating those halloweeners okay and here is so that so that we just like we set up early like yep there's gonna be lots of monsters we're gonna throw lots of stuff at you like it all happens all at once Here's a way to do something really simple without changing the flow of the movie very much. We establish in that first 15 minutes that the principal, who's not a major character, is a dick, and they're not going to help out the little girl and that the janitor steps in. The reason we do this is because when we get to this second act and Frank sees these people transform, he's an adult. Even though he's wacky, he goes to the highest authority figure he knows who's the principal who's also at the carnival carnival and he says hey you, we got to do something with these hot dogs it's doing something weird to people and she's like frank you are the crazy janitor your job is hanging on by a straw please go man the tilt-a-whirl because otherwise i'm going to fire you for the third time like you've got to have that scene where the adult tries to convince the other adult and now the only thing you've got left is little susie butt cut and frank the janitor have got to stop these hot dogs. Is the principal dating Joe Nefario? Yes! <laughs> yes, yes! <laughs> or even better, he is. He is. Same-sex couple. It's Disney Channel. It's modern days. You got to have same-sex. Oh, wait, I don't want the villains to be a same-sex couple. Yeah, bad. you don't want to make the gays all evil, but... But I, I hey, 
Blair, I love you, and I appreciate the sentiment. I was trying to be inclusive, and then I realized I was being shit. Hey, let's, let's write it gender neutral, and we can cast it however we want. I like this idea. You know what? That's why you're making it big in this business, man. You know, hey, you know, thanks, how to, man. You know I think I was just shouting. I was caught up in the moment of kind of that, that web storm, web, uh, you know, uh, mm, uh, mm, brainstorming mm. thing, and I was just throwing stuff at the wall. Hey, bud. Okay, hey, 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 come back, come back on board. But I love this idea that Joe Nefario is single. Maybe we can throw in like a line that like his ex-wife died in a chemical accident related to the power plant or something. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, uh, it's unimportant. But I love the idea that Joe Nefario is on the download dating the principal. He's dressed as Frankenstein. She can be dressed as Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, my God. I love it. Regar- and, and, yeah, regardless of gender, that fucking sells. No, that's brilliant. Okay, and Frankenstein's monster is actually kind of scarier in a tween movie than Dracula, because Dracula's gonna kind of go monster squatty, could be a little bit predatory and sexual. I think it's better to just have like Frankenstein's monster who's now just tearing everything apart. Oh my apart. God, and then, and then we know what the last scene is, right? The last scene is uh, Joe Nefario eating the Frankenweener, or the Halloweener, and turning into basically like- Totally separate Disney straight to video crimes. Yeah, totally separate. Uh, Legally distinct. But he eats the Halloweener and he ends up becoming Frankenstein's monster. And now it's like a PG version of Incredible Hulk. Where he's yeah, exactly. Like, he's busting yeah, he's through like, the, like a laser tag arena or like a, I don't know what. And the, the heroes have to, have to fight him off. Bad CG. And here's, so to come back to where you were before... I, I got that establishing plot. Why why isn't the thing the big thing in the tent is the annual costume contest? And this year's theme. Oh my god! Like, yes. This year's theme can be like um, classic monsters or like you know that kind of thing. So it's like of course you have a you have a vampire. Of course you have a werewolf. Of course you have all of these like you know the the that's the theme of this annual costume no, but i but i love it because you have that scene where it's like and next up we have the creature from the black lagoon and he comes up and it's literally the creature from the black lagoon and he's like very spooky wow how do you like why do you think the coolest girl in school is dressed as a witch only because she's entering in the most prestigious event at the carnival, which requires a classic monster costume. All of her friends are dressed as sexy cats. Why is she dressed like a witch? Because she's entering the pageant. Yeah, totally. So, th- so this is where the last battle happens. They end this up- This is the third act is the, is everyone's ignored them. It's the Nefario Industries Halloween pageant. The, the piece for me that's missing is they go to the costume contest. They finally make their way to the, to the tent where the costume contest is happening. Joan Ferrio is there with his new girlfriend, Principal. And what makes him eat a, a Halloweener to become... Well, I think the answer to that also... Like, I think he, he can't know that they're toxic. There's got to be two things going on. Um, Susie and Frank have to have developed some kind of a plan. We've ignored this. 
how how are they ultimately going to turn everybody back? Because that's going to guide their action all the way through right. mm -hmm. the second act to the end of the movie. So we need yep. we need to address that. I think the reason that the I did I answer your question? I think that the the reason that the the bad guy eats the wiener is he doesn't believe this punk kid, and and his girlfriend is like, don't listen to the crazy janitor. Mm. He's fired. He's not even working. Like I think that's a pretty that it the bad guy's very two dimensional. We need to figure out what the plot uh, now. People no, listening, wait. your face. I can see your face. What what you got, buddy? Can the janitor? be dressed as yes. either yes. Van Helsing or Superman yes. or something like that. Yes, he is dressed like, now. Van, Van he's dressed Helsing. as like like Van Helsing is too obscure, right? Yeah, it's got it's too yeah, it's it's but okay, okay, it's Disney, so he's dressed as like well, okay, now they own Marvel, so that's a little different. But like he's dressed as like a power puncher, his favorite superhero. And I think he like, dude, I got something. So like he holds out until the last fight and then he's like, I know what to do. And he eats the hot dog and becomes power puncher. I got something. I got to say this. Or Susie, Susie forces him to eat a hot dog. I think that what you're saying is what we're going to go with. I just want to throw something out real quick. Give it to me. What do you got? As an unapologetic fan of any media made for young adults, not because I'm creepy, because I'm emotionally stunted. Um, I think what would be really wonderful would be as if Frank was wearing his old Frankfurt High football jersey because he's dressed as himself from 20 Hell, years ago. Yes. So what happens is he eats a hot dog, he turns into little Susie's love interest. He's like 13. It's like his glory days. He's reliving them. So now she, like, that's 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 what happens. We got to figure out a way to make that happen. Well, no, okay. And, so I I'm creeped out by the idea that he becomes Susie's love interest, but I love the idea that he's wearing his high school football jersey. So when he well, not love not love hold interest. On, hold on. Not, so yeah, no, yeah, you're you're weird as hell and you're real freaky. Uh, no, no, no. He, I'm saying like the, at the end of the movie, she's like, I don't want you to change back, and he's like, I'll always be your friend. That kind of thing. Sure. Okay, but you I think you gotta get a cute boy in this movie, or tween girls aren't gonna watch it. Dude, no, I love it. I think he's wearing his like high school football uniform when he eats the Halloweener to defeat Frankenstein's monster and Bride of Frankenstein. He turns into him from high school, who is like this super buff, great not butt cut dude. <gasps> Here's the setup. Here's the setup. We gotta do something to stop him. Susie, we can't. We're not strong enough. We're not fast enough. Yeah. Oh what my god. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. The what thing... is she dressed as? What no, is no, no. she dressed as? No, 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 no. Because she doesn't transform. She doesn't eat the Halloweener. So she can be oh, dressed that's right. as that's right. But but still, she could be dressed as whatever. Uh maybe she's dressed as like a sexy cat, but she didn't do the sexy cat thing with her no, friends. She's the cool it doesn't really kid. matter. She's but the cool here's the thing. Kid. Here's the thing. Whatever solves the problem, the thing that, that reverts everybody back in town to what they were before they eat the Halloweeners has to be something that Frank the Janitor, as a high school football player, can dunk. It has to be like, uh, 
like a like a gym or an artifact or something that like they need him to run fast and like take it over the line and slam it real hard. That's how he became the janitor. It's like a Hoosiers thing. Like he was he was he was the star of the football team, but he blew the big game. Yes, yes, yes. And so and so people are transforming and there's and no one believes them. We need to we need to get from there to the pageant and knowing that what and 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 what this thing is that only Frank can do to to he can't just stop it they have to reverse it like otherwise the solution is just just wait till they shit out the Frankenweeners they'll be or the the Halloweeners <laughs> they'll, they'll be fine like seriously let's just wait until the morning everyone has a cup of coffee they all go do number two and we're good. Like that can't be the salute. They have to have, he has to be able to do something to reverse it. That's what we're missing. It's got to get set up somewhere in that first act, either at school. Okay. Okay. What if, what if, oh man, uh, I don't think this is right, but I'm just going to say it. What It'll if, get us somewhere. Just throw something out. All right. What if Nefario Energy has discovered a new, chemicals. Uh, yeah, Nefario Chemicals has discovered a new, uh, crystal or material uh growing outside of this town it only exists it's It's biofuel biofuel great it's biofuel but it congeals into a roughly football shaped thing and that (laughs) that is what that is what they are using to generate power in this town it's it's cutting edge technology but the toxic chemical runoff is crazy and they have been funneling that into the town's water source. Now, unbeknownst <laughs> to them, the 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 uh, Frankfurt, <laughs> Nebraska uh, Wiener Company, uh, who is using that that water source to make their wieners, uh, Frankfurt is, It's got to be called Frankfurt Frankfurt. Frankfurt Frankfurt Frankfurters uh, appears at the annual harvest festival with their Halloweeners, which are made from that water. Now, yes. Frank, yeah, they, roll credits. Frank and Susie figure all this out as their beloved townsfolk turn into the Halloween costumes that they are wearing, e.g. Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Werewolf, Sexy Cat Girls. In the end, the the Nefario Tent, which is uh, hosting the annual uh, Halloween costume contest, is also showing off the weirdly football-shaped energy source and uh frank the janitor and Susie buttcut realize that frank must therefore eat a halloweener become the football man that he was in his youth grab the fungal energy source and hot dunk it into a nearby swamp thus destroying nefario industries and ending future water transformations and then I think it, yeah, it does actually wear off in in like. Okay, a few days. I I was gonna say maybe 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 that happens, and then instead of yeah that everyone changes back, you have a scene where they're like on top of the water tower overlooking all of these things interacting, and she's like, so how long do you think it'll last? And they have to have some line at the end of it. <laughs> Trust me, most things wear off after a day or two. Something like that. We got to have a stinger on the end. That could work. 
what you just, it's not bad. I even got a good visual of like this fu fungal fission source looks like kind of like a potato battery. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's under one of those glass things that looks like a cake mold topper, but it's, it's got like two <laughs> battery cables from a, a car battery plugged yeah. into it. But he's uh, got to dunk it somewhere. Yeah, what has he got to I mean, I, I think like if it came out of the swamp, he's got to dunk it back in the swamp or something. We've lost the mom's plot. Is is the mom just not a character now? Uh, I think she's unimportant. I mean, I can't I can't imagine like she's a big deal unless there's a love interest with Frank or something. But that feels shoehorned. Then I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That feels shoehorned into this movie about a <laughs> about a janitor who transforms Look, into a high school version of himself. This is Halloweeners, you hack. Get out of my office, you hack. We're writing Halloweeners, you asshole. <laughs> you, um, I th then I think we can lose the vegetarian thing all the way, except for Susie. She's the cool kid. She's the, the nerd who's cool that everyone... She's the vegetarian. That's, okay. why she won't, that's why she won't eat the hot dog. Yeah, no, I think, I think that still plays. And that's what, like, her costume, whatever it'll be, would be like whatever the quirky, weird cool kid would wear you know i don't know what kids are into she's dressed as two chains that's a thing right yeah yeah sure it's that well or, i mean i'm just saying like she's dressed in something yeah that, she's dressed as anarcho-cynicalism or something <laughs> exactly <laughs> whatever teens are into these days she's dressed as a hammer and sickle it's it's great <laughs> um, yeah no 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 that's okay that's, i feel i feel good about where that ended i think I think that there are some rough cuts. I think before we leave the plot, it's a good plot. It needs to be punched up, but I think it's good. I think we need to do some quick casting. <sighs> okay, well, we got Gary Busey as uh, Frank. Are you comfortable with that? I'm very comfortable with Gary Busey trying to make his triumphant return to the screen in a Disney TV movie. Okay. Now, that I am not as up to date with young actors and actresses as I should be, but it's a Disney film. So I feel like that, like, they're going to be kind of people that come out of that Disney star factory. So it's probably just something. Yeah, I think, I think Disney's going to do the heavy lifting for us on this one. On that one. I think, I, I think Joe Nefario should be like a washed up TV dad from the 90s or early. Mm. Tim Allen really strikes me as a, as a kind of good Joe Nefario. I think Who's Tim, that? Tim Allen. I think Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. You know, home improvement, Tim Allen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although Disney, he's got a lot of he's got a guy, he's got a lot of flack around him right now. I think Disney might want to duck that. Um, John John Stamos, maybe. Do yeah. That. You know, I like a I like like a. Um, what about ten years younger than that? But you know, Disney's been doing this thing where they've been digging up like uh, like Kurt Russell was in Sky High. Oh, that's right, he was. So you so like. Go yeah, I like like a like a classic eighty. Like, I mean, I think I think Kurt Russell's not out of the question for Jonah Ferrio. I think that's not bad. Like, um, I don't I don't hate that casting. I think, um, man, what's that dude's name? What's the what movie was he in? What character did he play? <sighs> I'm driving myself crazy right now. Like, oh man, I think like Edward Herman. Oh yeah, <laughs> like. I can see this motherfucker in this film. Like, holy shit, dude. I may even replace Frank. No, I, I think, no, Frank is enshrined. That's got to be Gary Busey. 
but like um like let's see can dude we, i can totally see him as the villain can we shoehorn like a um rachel dratch is too good but uh like a terry o'sherry in as the principal like a a former snl player yep. not that terry yep. O'Sherry, yep. Yep. Terry yep. o'sherry was great i'm just saying like like rachel dratch has got other projects going on i think you know we want someone more what about like uh what about Catherine o'hara as the mom the mom from home alone sure sure i buy that right as the principal oh wow i like her way better as the principal yeah no don't put her as the mom let no let yeah you're right Catherine o'hara is the principal and she's got some improv comedy stuff so it won't be unlocked. oh yeah no yeah she was in all those uh the fucking she was in like spinal tap and guest spinal movies. Tap, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because for guest movies yeah yeah, so that's that's not bad. And then we need, uh, of course, obviously they'll get whatever hot boy band du jour to kind of do a throw-off song. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about soundtrack. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think it's going to be kind of like typical teen rom-com fair, which is like it's just a bunch of stuff that kind of sounds like Vampire Weekend or The mm-hmm. Killers, but it's just a watered-down instrumental version of that you know they're not hiring bear mccreary or somebody to do the <laughs> the halloweeners soundtrack but um yeah i think we've got it i think we basically i think that's 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 halloweeners i'm not saying it'd be my favorite movie but man you put gary Busey in something i'm gonna watch it i don't know i'm just thinking like Catherine o'hare or renee russo i feel like i don't know yeah. like so that I guess yeah, she's kind of at that point in her career. Well, I mean, if we're casting it from like 1993, that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, I see what you're saying. I was thinking that we had moved it forward, and it was like modern day Gary Busey, which is probably a really bad idea. Oh like, yeah, I, I was still operating on the premise. This is like a like an early to mid 90s. Like, oh gosh, like it, I don't know, Jason Alexander's in the mix. Like he's in there somewhere. <laughs> oh my goodness, no, he's. Yeah. Like, is he Joe Nefario? He's, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Jason, well, although him is Frankenstein, I don't believe so. Jason, Jason Alexander could be your Frank the Janitor. Whoa. Okay. Because let's be honest, we will shoehorn Gary Busey into any film. We hell make Gary Busey Joe Nefario. I love this. No, I and love then, this. And then have lovable Jason Alexander as your yeah. Champion. Jason Alexander is a as a high school quarterback. He's already a nerdy. He, no, but he's already he looks nerdy and dweeby, and then he eats the hot dog, and he turns into like you know what was that hot guy from Step by Step? He turns into that guy or like Joey Lawrence. <laughs> like he's he's looking good. All of a sudden you go like you were great. You know like you know that'd be that'd be cool. I like that. It's good. It's good. And if it's 1993, no, no I'm sorry, dude. I think he's Jonah Ferrio. I think you okay. cannot. I, I believe. He I played believe. a complete scumbag in Pretty Woman. He can pull it off. Now, if this uh, is 1993, I can give you a litany of bands that could be on this. <laughs> <laughs> give me. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, no. Here we go. Here we go. Who does the theme song to Halloweeners? 1993 disney's gonna be a step out so i know i'm sure it's not gonna be a grunge band and we we haven't we haven't gotten to see 
after Kurt Cobain died, then the most popular band from Seattle was Presidents of the United States of America. We're not that far yet. So I think you're going to have to go with like an R&B group that would do a kids movie because a lot of that crap happened. So it could be like in vogue for all you know, you know, like a, a snappy R&B Almost like a new Jack Swing. I like, love, I love the idea that a Halloween-themed Disney movie with an all-white cast has an in vogue track. Of course they do. Like, oh my god! No, I that's mean, that's delicious. I mean, it, unless I mean, unless you want to push it back a couple of years and have like you know, uh, you know, new kids or something like that. I mean, no, I think I think you got it. I think you nailed it. They're not going to get the spin doctors as much as I'd like for that to happen. That would be, like, <laughs> would be the spin doctors or soul asylum. Like one of those bands that was like supposed to be grungy and hard, but were just lovable and all girls had crushes on them. It's not, not good. Wait a minute. I said that no woman ever has had a crush on anyone in the spin doctors. And I apologize for that. That was a lie. Okay, um, so what's the uh, what's the title track? I think it's got to be. We gotta stay it's not away called from Halloween. Wiener. We gotta stay away from Wiener. Yeah. Wiener, not good. Um, shoot, the name of the song. See, that's why I think it's got to be like an R and B song from around then, though, because then like they could even have a little cameo performing at the. Oh, I like that! Like they show yeah. up in their transformed costumes after eating yeah. Halloweeners. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. I like that. They're not sexy cats, but you know they're sexy somethings. You know, whatever. And um, let's see, what are they doing? Oh, you know what it could be? Disney did a lot of this. It could be like the worst version of the Monster Mash you've ever heard. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. Like an R&B Monster Mash. Yeah, like they try to put that New Jack Swing beat under it, which is already like four years out of date. Yep, 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 yep. And, and, and then they just do like the worst Monster Mash ever. And then they play that over the credits too, you know? Perfect. And Perfect. And that's, uh, that's, your, that's your Halloweeners right there. It's great. Hey, we did it. We did it. There is Halloweeners. It exists. It's a thing. You're welcome. <laughs> really happy about that. There you go. Halloweeners. Thank you. Was it Colton that sent that in? Colton. Yeah, Colton, Colton. Bowen. Colton, there's Halloweeners. No zombies, but we got some centurions and some evil robots and some sexy cats in there for you. I like where we went with that, though. I think, uh, I think like a 1993, 1994 Disney straight-to-video, straight-to-Disney channel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, R&B soundtrack, Gary Busey's in the mix, Jason Alexander's in the mix, Catherine O'Hara's up in there. Like, yeah, I watched the fuck out of that. Oh, man, as kids, we would have watched that every year. That would have oh. been on our tape with, like, the Halloween. Move o- yeah, move over, move over, Hocus Pocus. Make way for Halloweeners. Boy. You are going to take some flack for that, my friend. There are <laughs> oh, people into Hocus Pocus. I don't know if you knew I, that. No, I'm into Hocus Pocus. I just think Halloweeners would have been a better movie. I, I definitely, uh, I, it would have been a favorite, I think. It, I also liked stuff that was marketed towards girls and still do. <laughs> so I think I, think I would have dug it. I think I would have dug it. Um, that's, right. not, that's not bad. 
Okay, there you have it. Halloweeners, the first ever Planet X Studios film. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed that. I think we lost the thread there a little bit with the fungus football and the mom's plot. And it doesn't matter. Um, I would watch the hell out of it. I hope you would watch the hell out of it too. Uh, we'll be back next week with another movie. Uh, please send your suggestions to planetxcinema at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, please check out planetxcinema.com uh, for all of our screenings and for a little more information around our pop-up events and hey if you're in the austin or san antonio area swing by uh we'd love to see you and we'd uh love to share some righteous trash with you until next week i am drew hicks thank you for joining us at planet x cinema adios